Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. Uh, do you have a joke for me? Uh, more of a statement. More of a statement. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear about the new restaurant called Karma? No. Yeah, there's no menu. You just get what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. Do you want to hear one more? I've got another one here, actually, okay. which is good. Go for it. Um, I also invented a new word this week. Mm, what? Plagiarism. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yeah, you, in, <laughs> you plagiarized it. I know. <laughs> Let's yeah. get it on. All right. Hi, this is Tim. This is a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Tim. And we are the Two, two Drunk, Drunk Accountants. Accountants. Uh, still in lockdown this week. <laughs> still hoping to be out of lockdown next week, but not Signs very confident. are not pointing to positive <laughs> right now. Mm, no. Uh, the, the sort of ratio between uh, infections, um, new, new infections in total, and also new infections of those that were out in the community while infectious, hasn't seemed to improve. Um, mm. I, I think what they've kind of hinted at is once there's sort of no community transmission, then we can open back up, even if there is still some people in quarantine. But um, mm. but even though we're still getting, you know, 30 cases or so, um, you know, 10 of them are running around still while they're infectious. So I think... <sighs> I would like to just see a bit of relaxation of the rules for some businesses because it's going to start to get very stressful for hospitality and for those sort of cosmetic industries um, mm. like hairdressers, yeah. beauty salons. Um, it's going to get very stressful. It is. Oh, it's definitely going to get stressful for those people. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see um, what happens over the next couple of days. And, and just for our, all our international listeners right here, when I say, you know, 30 cases and there's, you know, 10 out in the community, I literally mean 10. 10 out in the community. <laughs> not 10,000, 10. No, not 10,000. Yeah, well, that's funny actually because uh, today's episode, we have Paul Lodder from Dext. Yep. Uh, and he came to us from the UK. And the UK is far ahead of Australia in terms of vaccinations and opening back up mm. their society, basically. But they still had 28,000 new cases. Yesterday. Yeah, exactly. But but it's, it's a very different scenario when you're talking about 20,000 new cases when a lot of those people are vaccinated and the severity exactly. of those cases are far less or, or the risk yep. is far less. So, um, mm. it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I can't wait to get a vaccine rolled out. Um, I've, I've actually just decided, Tim, I'm going to enroll in a Sydney private school. Um, because apparently they, <laughs> some dodgy news article just popped up on my phone saying a bunch of private school kids got it for no reason. Um, I don't know. Yuppies? I, I, what do they think? I, I, better than us? <laughs> how the other half lives, Tim? How the other half lives? 
Uh, you better be careful. You've got a uh, brother and sister who went to a private school in Sydney. So Yeah, they did. You know, you're kind of talking about your own family here. Yeah, it's this deep divide in my family. Deep divide. <laughs> <laughs> There's the haves and the haves-nots. Yeah, exactly. And, uh... Exactly. Yeah, well, they, they don't have a podcast, so... <laughs> Yeah, they can stick that right up their medical degree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, Fantastic. Tim. What, what is, is the Tim, Tim and Dan? Tim, how's your week been? Well, Dan, I've got an update for everyone. I am on a shred at the moment. I'm also on a shred. A lot- Are you? Yeah. I mean, I'm not working out too much because because of my hamstring but i've been doing a crap anyway i want to hear about yours and i'll tell you about mine all right cool well let's talk about shredding then um so as part of bulletproof leader uh which we've had jay on the show before and we'll get him on again no doubt uh he gave us a lockdown shred program which we could opt into and i thought "Eh, why not do it i mean if i'm ever going to be able to cut out things like alcohol and it's, it's bad right food. Yeah. It's while I'm stuck at home. Mm. So, um, so yeah, giving it a shot. It's sixteen hundred calories a day, and uh, that involves like quite basic food. And I also have to do an hour of LISC, which is low intensity, steady state cardio. So it's going for a, a long walk. Yeah, it's like five or six out of ten intensity. Okay, so you yeah. do need to be kind of breathing. A little heavy so, uh, and maybe just getting a bit of a sweat going. Yeah. So today I just went for a walk run. Mm. So it wasn't like a, wasn't a fully mm. intense run mm. compared to like what I normally would do. Yeah. But I still was pretty tired by the time mm. we got home. It's an hour of doing that. So um, yesterday, Jade and I went for a walk on the beach in the soft sand. Like tried to just nice. do like a power walk in the soft sand. So, um, so it's that and the normal workouts in the program. So at least three of those a week. So it's this nice. week I cut back those a little bit and I'm doing the one hour of steady state cardio each day. Does a round of golf count? I reckon that would count. Yes and no. Because it goes um, for longer than an hour. It does. Less you got to burn a lot of calories yeah. playing golf, but uh, it's not that like higher intensity, although it is at times, but it's not the steady one hour of it. Yeah. So I'm sure it does count, mm. but if you're really doing this strict two week, this is only a two week shred. Mm. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, have you already dropped, um, dropped anything? Cause the 1600 calorie food is not a lot. That's uh that's hunger uh, town. That's hunger town. It's been, it's been rough. And Jade had Indian takeaway the other night and that was brutal. Yeah. To watch. So many calories in a good butter chicken. Yeah, it was <laughs> that creamy it was, sauce. It was, it was like it was literally a naan calories. bread that yeah. she half ate, a cheesy garlic naan bread, and I was like, just staring at it. Like, is it worth? Is this shred worth it? And this is the <laughs> second day. I'm only on day four. But once right you get, now. I think because I've done similar things to this in in the past. I, I a year and a half ago, Tim, you'll remember, I, I went through a, a particular period of this. I remember. Yeah. Um, and and it works, obviously. Um, yeah. I lost like 10 kilos during that period. Oh, wow. But that first five days is brutal because you just like, you, you've drastically cut the amount of food. You're just mm. sitting there like craving a bit of sugar and, and some carbs. All you really want to do is just eat a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. 
Seriously, like you can't stop thinking about it. Sometimes you're just like, oh, what's yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's crazy how hungry you get. And, uh, yeah, I'd still say I still feel pretty content with the meals I'm yeah. having. Um, like, I've got rice and vegetables and a uh, little stir-fry thingy to have for dinner tonight. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Cup of tea will help. Some green tea always That's made it. me feel better. Drink a lot of water. I mean, yeah. I've changed my coffee to black coffee. Um, That'll help with every, calorie intake. Every calorie counts, Dan. Every calorie counts. So, uh, so yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going pretty well. What about, so what's this shred you're doing? What, not, not as intense, not as intense. Um, what I've done, cause you'll remember I, I, um, while on a movie set, um, hurt my, <laughs> <laughs> pulled my hamstring, uh, a few right, weeks back. So is, are you doing this shred to relaunch your sort of acting career? Is that what it is? Yeah, you know, exactly. Celebrities Ex- do that. Exactly. When, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take some, um, some uh, thirsty shots to pop on the Instagram after a, after a shred, get back out there. <laughs> no, well, thirsty shots. Some thirsty shots. Uh, what, what's really happening is is um, just because I can't I can't go to the gym obviously because the gym isn't open. I have some limited equipment here at home. But what Kat and I are doing is we're going on some ex- like quite a fair bit of walk walks. Yeah, nice. Um, and some run, which is part of the rehab um, of my leg. Cool. But we're, cool. what we're doing every day is, is at least two walks a day. Each walk goes for an hour. And so it ends up being that's roughly good. roughly about five to six Ks per walk. Yeah, that's so really good. So we end up doing really 10 to 12 Ks of walking a day. And we've done that for the past five days. That's, yeah. So if you're doing that, and then if you can fit in like three mm-hmm. resistance Training the week workouts yeah, in exactly. a week, then and keep your calories down. Yeah, and that's the other thing where I've burns a lot of fat. I, I've so. I've dropped a lot of um of the rubbish food. We we have had some takeouts yes. and things, but yeah. but I, I'm not out you know smashing heaps of bread or or heaps yeah. of um you know I'll still have a little bit of a treat after dinner, a couple of bickies, yeah, yeah. but but nice. not 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 a packet of bickies. Just nice. <laughs> you know restrict myself to two bickies. With my nice. cup of tea, um, that's good. Yeah, and it's 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 surprising, as you said. Like you just go on a nice walk and eat slightly better, and um, suddenly you, you drop in weight. It's good. It's mm. good. It's it's not rocket science, Dan. That's what I found. It's not um, rocket science, and it is harder. It is mm. harder for some people than it is for other due to yeah. medical reasons, medication, all sorts of yeah. things. But you can improve. You can. It's just being mindful of it yeah. and, and being accountable. That's what I found through Bulletproof has been good because there's a group of guys doing the same thing. So yeah. we're all like, we're all each day posting photos of what we're eating. And, and yeah. um, so it really does stop me yeah. from eating something I shouldn't because I know I'm going to have to tell everyone. Is, um, has anyone posted like a picture of a two-piece feed or something? from Just like, I'm sorry, <laughs> no. guys, I didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't make no, it. But there is, um, at the end of the first week, we get to have like, you know, he's a not calling meal. it a cheat meal, yeah. but it's a cheat meal basically. And um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what everyone's cheat meals are going to be. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to my cheat meal. I'm starting to think about what it is too. Um, yeah. I think it may be Indian. Yeah. I don't know. Indian is, oh. is it's yeah. so filling and mm. it is, you, you're very satisfied after a big Indian meal. Or a pizza. Maybe a pizza. Ah, food. Mm. You need that. <laughs> so if I'm grumpy this week, Dan, you know why. Have a okay? drink of water, so. Tim. Have a drink of water. 
I've got the water here. I'm, I'm smashing it. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the uh, business update. I've got a couple things here. Um, this is the first episode, I think, of the new year. So, happy new year, everybody. Ooh, and, happy new financial year. Yeah. And, and if you didn't know um, already, and we've spoken about these things on the podcast, just a quick reminder. Um, as of this week, uh, the super guarantee increases from 95 to 10%. So, be aware mm. of that. Uh, if you don't have a software that automatically updates that, make sure you update that percentage. Um, Can verify it. Tested it in zero. It does automatically update to 10%. Brilliant. Unless you're using a fixed rate or a percentage of earnings. Yep. So, then you will need to go and update those. So, make but, sure you do um, that. Um, if you're one of those people who like to chuck in 25 grand into their super fund right now because they're self-employed, um, you can now do 27,500. Mm, so, seven and a half. Yep, yeah. That's an increase there. Um, the company tax rate for this year has dropped to 25% for small businesses and eligible mm. base rate entities. Uh, and uh, and there's a few other little bits and pieces, but, but they're the main things you need to worry about um, that have changed right now. Yeah, so um, I don't think there was really much of a change to the personal tax rates either. Uh, so yeah, yeah, but that'll all be in the in payroll. Pay. Yep, Correct. tax tables. So Correct. But yeah, I just want to make people aware of some of those changes that have come into effect as of right now. Very good, Dan. Very good, Tim. Very good. Uh, all right, let's move on to the, t- <clears throat> the tight ass tip. Or, or Dan's dollar savers. Dan's this dollar week. savers this week. Tim, what, what do you think of my my outfit here? <laughs> I think it's cool. I think you're looking pretty. Uh, my on point. Pretty hip. Would you say I'm on point? I'd say I'm I'd on say, point. I'd say yeah. you're on point. Yeah. 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 Well, are you just is Dan's dollar savers that you can get free compliments just by asking for them? That- <laughs> yeah. No, but that is a good one. Uh, no, what this is, Tim, is. Um, how much would you say that my my ensemble hit that I'm wearing? You can't see the bottom half, but but I'm wearing a pair of. Uh, of I'm assuming it's a crop top jumper. No, no it, 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 it stops at your belly button. No, it's it's some sports shorts. I'm wearing just like some workout shorts, and and I've got a I've got a shirt on underneath this, obviously. Very nice, very so nice. This, this whole I mean, it does look pretty fresh. And, I mean, and and, and for, for for everyone, I've got a, a a black beanie on. I've got a hoodie yeah. on. I've got a shirt, and I'm I'm wearing some sports shorts. So, so what's the what's the dance dollar saver here? Is this all of clothes you already owned? Tim, this entire outfit cost me eighteen dollars. <laughs> okay, okay. Where did you get it from? And I, I do have a rebuff for this. Okay, I do have a rebuff. Yeah. But where did you get it from? So there are several dance dollar savers in this outfit. Okay. 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 Yeah. First one. And I know you're going to say cheap fashion, Tim, and these clothes I fall am. apart over time and, and the rest of it. But but I hear am. me out. Hear me out, okay, Tim. Okay, I'll hear uh, you out. Whoa. Back off. Um, <laughs> the first one, the sports shorts, are they, actually, are they actually the only thing that actually costs me any money, what I'm wearing right now? And they cost $18. <laughs> and I bought them. I bought them from, uh, from Audi, and they've lasted me several years. So, wow. Okay. So you, they're your existing sports shorts that you've had for a very long. I've had them for a long period of time. They were from Audi, so they were cheap compared to you know buying some Nike ones from from somewhere. Um, nice. But they've lasted me equally as long as expensive ones. So okay. First rebuff. Okay. Uh, second point here, Tim, is the shirt I'm wearing <laughs> was oh. came free. 
It did come free. I've got, I've got that exact shirt. So the first, exact shirt. the first dollar saver is uh, find cheap sports clothes that will last a long time from, say, Aldi. Buy sports clothes during the sales is really what that is. Okay. Second one, cool. go to accounting conferences or whatever industry you happen to work in <laughs> and get swag. Because my entire gym outfit, my sorry, every one of my gym shirts currently is from an accounting software. Dead set. Well, I I did a workout on the on Sunday morning, mm. uh, and I was wearing a LinkedIn local shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I've got yeah. So this is a good example. I've got a <laughs> uh, a sweet file shirt. I've got a, a t sheet shirt, and I've got a practice oh. ignition shirt that are regularly in rotation in my workouts. All right, Dan. Let's be honest then. For all the companies out there that are producing swag, should they not just do them as sports shirts? Because no one's no one's no wearing one's them out. Actually, yeah. wearing that shirt out for a no. nice dinner out or something. Let's put it that way. They're all sports but shirts for me. They they will wear it for a run or to do gardening. Exactly. Or to walk the dog. So so, um, so that's that's number point number two. Okay. Use use swag for exercise gear. I like it. I like it. Dan's dollar savers three. Yep. This jumper used to belong to my brother. Hand me down. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not even talking about my older brother. My younger brother. Oh, my God. Shout out to Andrew. Andrew. Didn't want this jumper anymore. Barely worn. Perfect. No wonder you're looking so fresh. Trendy AF. And, yeah. and And I didn't pay a cent for it, Tim. And then fourth, the beanie was given to me as a gift. In, wow. Uh, I, don't remember, I don't remember who or where. But... Uh, you yeah. found it and you're wearing it. So I just want to say that I'm looking fresh. <laughs> and from that, I got <laughs> I got a uh, a free compliment, as you said. And it only cost me 18 bucks for this entire ensemble. I like I like the direction you took that. Um, next time, I'm going to do a Tim Stardust tip and I'm going to wear a, like an outfit yeah. that I can say, hey, look at this pair of jeans. I got yeah. them for $30. Marked down from 150 Bargain. Because there is a pair of jeans like that yeah. in my wardrobe, Dan. That's fantastic. So, okay, I like that. Uh, maybe every now and then Tim's Hard Sip can be something we got for a ridiculous discount that <laughs> yeah. we just celebrate. I like that a lot. I like that. Because followers of Tardasism mm. should celebrate saving any amount of money, whether yep. that be a dollar or a hundred dollars. You should do a little happy dance and yeah. celebrate that. I agree. So... Uh, here's to uh, here's to looking fresh and saving money. Yeah, I don't support fast fashion, and I don't like the idea of that. No. Let's just be clear there. But no. uh, but none of that really did seem like fast fashion too much. None of that was part of it, Tim. This mm. jumper is it's not. I don't know where he got this, but but I don't think it was. It Actually, was fast what you're fashion. doing there is recycling, Dan. You yeah. just recycled a jumper, I so did. that's that's pretty good. I recycled a jumper. I used a free shirt. That otherwise would have gone to landfill as a mm. useful item in my cupboard, and I, I paid a good price for a pair of sports shorts that have lasted me a decent amount of time. Fantastic. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to our main topic today. As we said, it's our chat uh, with Paul from Dext. Yeah, and so Paul, Paul Lodder, the product domain expert at Dext. Correct. All right, so let's dive into that, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, so we're here with Paul Lodder, who is the product domain expert at Dext. Paul, thanks for being with us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you for uh, inviting me along. Yeah. Looking forward to it. 
Yeah, well, I am too. And actually, just off air, you told us you were in practice for 21 years yourself. So uh, you're you're coming to us with a wealth of experience from the accounting industry too. Uh, yeah, yeah. 21 years in practice. Um, I was a partner for five years um, and sort of in charge of our cloud and accounting digital strategy. And, you know, like all accountants looked after a large portfolio of clients as well. Very good. Very good. Um, so we're really excited to have you here today um, because I did profess to you, Dan and I are not Dex experts by any means. Um, not, by, not by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so what this is all about is just finding out more about Dex, formerly known as Receipt Bank, and where it's at today um, and where it's moving to in the future. Um, but by all accounts, I mean, it seems like it's a really highly um, popular product. So, um, tell me a bit about like, did you use Dex in your history and practice and, and yeah, what, what yeah, did you I, enjoy I, about it? <laughs> I did. So, um, Dex or at the time when I introduced it in practice, it, it was called receipt bank and it was the one product, mm. um, and um it was the first app that i actually introduced where i worked because it solved some immediate challenges for us so mm. so what we now have is dex prepare and our other product is dex precision dex prepare was the sort of old receipt bank and what mm. that tool does and and the reason i implemented it and the reason it was one of the first apps we implemented was that's your sort of data extraction tool. You know, you take a picture of an invoice, extract the data. Um, I would get batches of sort of 50 purchase invoices or receipts, put them through the scanner. And, you know, 20 minutes later, all of those invoices had been um, com completed, basically all the information extracted. So Dex Prepare sits in just before your accounting system, mm. your Xero, your QBO, your Sage, whichever product you use. Yep. To streamline the extraction and processing of your core transactions, bank sales, purchases, um, expenses as well. And then our newer product, Dex Precision, sits in after your accounting system. Mm. And that for me is your sort of quality control health check software. It's like your virtual accountant constantly checking your transactions to make sure there's no mispostings or errors around GST or VAT. Um, so much more than that as well in terms of bespoke reporting. So at the moment, two products. First product, Dex Prepare before your accounting system. Second mm. product, Dex Precision after your accounting system. Dex Precision integrates with Zero and QBO. Dex Prepare, we've got integrations with about 20, 21 different products. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and so that's something that until recently, I, I didn't know that, that Dex actually had two products that kind of sat <clears> within <throat> it. Um, and I, I, as we said, you know, I knew a little bit about, about the um, old receipt bank prepare, the Dex prepare section, but I, I know nothing really about the Dex precision part. So it's interesting to find out. So it, it essentially, it's a, it's a tool that helps you check accuracy of information and and you know check exceptions that that you may have done something incorrectly correct dex precision for me is one of those tools i wished i'd had 
all those years when I was in mm. practice. What Dex Precision will do is give you a health score mm. on the quality of the data of all of your clients, so a percentage. Um, it will then check all of your transactions. So what often can happen is you can get an invoice from a particular supplier and you may post it to repairs and renewals and you may put no GST on it. Mm. You haven't claimed the GST. Next month, you get another invoice, same supplier, but you post it to sundry expenses mm. and claim GST. What Dex Precision will do is flag to you that this same supplier has been coded in multiple different ways. That's pretty cool. And, That's really cool. And that is an amazing tool when you're trying to review your work because it's impossible for an accountant bookkeeper to review every transaction. You, yeah. you know, because the time it would take would be, you know, it'd be far too long. But Dex Precision, the reason, one of the reasons I really liked it and also implemented it when I was in practice, can help with your pricing of jobs. So if you've got a potential new client, connect it to Dex Precision, have a look, crikey, the records are really, really bad. Yeah, We're either going to have to do a sort of a cleansing exercise first to get the records to a state that we can actually work with or adjust your price accordingly. That's if cool. they're an existing client, I would have, I always used it before we started the year end work because often what happened when we were doing a year end accounts, Brett, um, we would start them blind. The mm. team would start doing the work. They'd then find the bank didn't reconcile. They'd find that fixed assets was out, airway control account was out, whatever it may be. Use Dex Precision first. It will tell you, are you reconciled? Are you up to date? Is everything in in a way, you know, in a good state that you can just crack on and get the work done rather than starting the work, incurring a load of time, which in reality, most accountants never recover anyway. We just end up writing it off. We mm. spend longer and longer on it. It's always a bit of a mess. We yeah. go to the client and say, we've spent all this time sorting it out. Trying to get an additional fee at that point is usually impossible and your mm -hmm. recoverability falls off a cliff. Your write-offs are going up. Your margins are, are dropping. So Dex Precision can improve your pricing, can improve your margins and stop you starting your job without having comfort that it's actually in a half decent state first so you, you pretty, know yeah, yeah you, you know you're talking to two accountants because i could tell tim like me was getting excited about everything you just said sure. yeah. <laughs> which which not many people would get that excited about checking the precision of data entry but but it it, it puts a smile on my face to think that um yeah that's definitely and as you said you know um a, a lot of um you know, people have a misunderstanding that that what we do is is not an audit. We don't audit every transaction in in your in your file. We, we you know we look at some things. We look at common mistakes. We and then we worry about the tax adjustments and all that when we're doing your compliance work. Um, but but we're not looking at every transaction. If there was a way to have better visibility over the quality of the data, then then that would be fantastic. Um, the other thing that makes that it makes me think about is. Um, you know, increasingly people want more support from, from their accountant. And that's something that, you know, we've been trying to provide to people for years. Um, but it really is dependent on the quality of the data that you're looking at to help them make decisions. And if that quality is terrible, then they're going to not get great outcomes from it. So it's another thing that's not just the compliance, it's also the advisory side that that would help with, I imagine. Completely. What I started to find, because precision, you know, uh, 
Dext is we've had it for about a year or so. So, so it was fairly new to me when, when I was in practice, but what I started to find actually, you know, everyone talks about advisory and I, I personally hate the word advisory because everyone's yeah. all, accountants have always done advisory. We've always, yeah, to yeah. me, we help our clients and that's what we've mm. always wanted to do. Love it. But by using tools like Dex Prepare, connected with Zero QBO, whatever it may be, and then precision, what you've done is streamline the workflow, cut out all the wastage of back and forth for missing paperwork. This doesn't agree, this doesn't reconcile, which then creates the capacity to open the door to actually do more for your clients, hmm. which is that's where you can start to add even more value. That's where it gets exciting when you can start doing more forecasting, mm. where you can do more MI, where you can do some what if scenario planning, whatever it may be, you know, and my focus always was to, to ask clients, you know, what, what is their goal? What is their personal goal? What is their business goal? And how can we help them achieve that? Mm. And they may have turned around and said, I want to buy a, a holiday home. Great. How much is the holiday home? Okay. So mm. how much money do we need to get out of the business for mm. you to be able to afford the holiday home? Let's work back. What does your turnover need to be? Those are the exciting conversations, but those are the conversations when clients get, start to realize and understand the numbers that, you know, you've got to increase your turnover fivefold to get a 10% increase in profit, whatever, you know, mm. the ratios yep. or the numbers. Yeah. You can't do that if you haven't got the capacity and you can't do that, as you say, Dan, without good numbers. Mm. And it's embarrassing sometimes when you realize the numbers are rubbish and you've done all this planning on, on bad numbers. Bad numbers just results in sure. rubbish decisions, incorrect yep. decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So they're so they're both available under the same platform at the moment, or is it? Or is they are they different subscriptions? Or yeah, how does that they're, work? They're, they're different subscriptions, two separate products. But the vision um, for Dext is we are going to become a multi-platform solution. Our aim is to actually have five products um, by the end of this year, wow. um, and we're working on more products to provide more tools for accountants, bookkeepers to really not only make them more profitable, but also mm. help them help their clients, mm. you know, by creating that time. And we're working on um, sort of enhanced dashboards. For me, when I was a partner, the big thing for me, you know, looking after, you know, a portfolio of four, four 500 clients I would look after, I always struggle with the global visibility. Mm. Where was every client? Had mm. we done the tax planning? And we're working on new tools to provide that global visibility at a much higher level that's cool. needed so that you can focus your time and energy where you need to. Rather than having to try and find the answers yourself, we'll give you the tools so that you can then you know, take the next steps. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So it's going to become more and more practice tools for accountants and bookkeepers, essentially. Like that's potentially the future. Yeah, around that sort of productivity, the insights, the nudges, the um, tools around that, along with that core sort of Dex Prepare mm. of always supporting that workflow of 
starting with the data, mm, let's extract yeah. the data as efficiently and accurately as possible mm. so that we can get you to the end of the workflow, whatever that may be in terms of it could just be the year and accounts and tax, or it could be the management information. It could be forecasting. It could be whatever it may be, because, you know, as you both know, advisory, um, Help. is a huge, huge area. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it can mean anything to anyone. Yeah, you yes. know, it, it could just be one little thing, or it could be a whole new project in terms of someone wants to sell their business yeah. and they want to understand everything on, in terms of that journey. Yeah, advisory is kind of just to me advice other than tax and compliance. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that that could be yeah, setting up a business. It could be selling a business. It could be making a decision on something. Um, or it could be monthly coaching style work. So um, completely. And in the UK, you know, there's definitely, there's a new phrase going around at the moment and every year we seem to have a new phrase. Um, and at the moment it's virtual finance function is ooh. the new big thing okay. where actually with technology, accountants can, bookkeepers can do more of the finance function than ever before. Mm. That could be the credit control. It could be the payments. It could be the whole finance function. And all of that's outsourced. That wasn't possible before all of the technology and all of the solutions that are now available. Whereas now if you want to do credit control. It's not difficult to go and find an app yeah. out there, which does credit control for you. Mm. Um, and, and actually automates it all. Mm. Whereas in the past, I would never have touched it because the time you'd spend on the phone would just be, you know, yeah. far, far too long and not cost effective. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. No, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really, that actually gets me really interested in tracking what happens this year with Dext um, because there's only six months left in this calendar year. So yeah, I'm pretty keen to see some announcements coming out uh, sooner rather than yeah, later. Yeah, no, well, yeah, keep 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 listening because there will be some <laughs> okay. announcements and and yeah. sort of new products, new new functionality within our existing products as well, which just starts to tick more of the boxes mm. cool. um, in terms of insights, visibility, and sort of awareness and things like that. So we 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 sort of started um this journey because we do hear a lot of people that use dext or receipt bank um they've they've used that product for years or or they're attracted to it for for whatever reason and just out of no particular reason um we just haven't really ever used it we've used other solutions that are similar um and and we've done some episodes on those so what we really, what I'd really like to find out now is, is what you think uh, maybe unique features about the prepare portion um, of Dext, um, or, or what you think is really great about it, um, or what it might do better than maybe some of the other competitors. I'm not asking you to directly compare them, but but just yeah. what you think is great about the prepare. What's the difference? I suppose yeah. that that obviously given its popularity, because there are raving fans out yeah. there. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have we have a very good um, customer partner base with um, who who get equally as excited about Dex Prepare as I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so so Dex Prepare, there's two. I mean, there's a number of elements, but the two big things for me were we have a practice view dashboard and a client view dashboard. Mm. 
<laughs> so when you're starting your journey of digitalization, mm. um, what you've always got to have is some insights, some numbers to see how you're performing. So the practice view, what you've got is visibility very quickly of the number of transactions that have been published, the number of clients added, the method of submission, because there's about 10 different ways you can get data mm. into mm. Um, Dex Prepare. Um, and by using that, first of all, you've got the visibility of the key KPIs, so you know mm. where you are and how you're how you're performing. You've got the measurability. Measurability for me is really important because if you can measure it, you know how well you're doing and how well you're doing against your own targets, mm. and it creates accountability as well. So when you're starting your journey of digitalization or cloud adoption, those three elements for me were always key. And I would use the client view to say, look, why is it this month we're down on um, the number of submissions using Fetch, which is one of the um, advanced features in Dex Prepare where you mm. can connect to a supplier and rather than getting the information um, via email or a picture, it will just fetch it from the supplier account. Mm. Nice. But then we also have the client view. So if you're looking after a, a large number of clients, it doesn't even need to be a large number of clients, just a num you know, five clients, 10 clients, whatever it may be, you can see where every client is in terms of nice. the number of transactions awaiting to be processed, any missing paperwork, what the submission methods are for that client, all of that is very powerful because it meant with more agile working, working from home, particularly in these times, and I think there will be this more agile working, so important you can see where things are with each client. So I would use this dashboard. Someone would say to me, I've run out of work, I've got nothing to do. Look at the dashboard. Well, that client's got 100 transactions to process. There you go. Mm, nice. You know, you can do that. That's agile working. That's flexible working. That is ensuring that there isn't any downtime. You've got immediately the visibility of this client needs some work doing on it. Just crack on and do it. If you weren't responsible for the bookkeeping on that client, the benefit for me on that was I could see if any clients were getting behind on their bookkeeping. Mm. And then I could pick up the phone and go, how's things? Just notice you've got a bit of a backlog. Do you need any support? Is there any training you need? That's very good, yeah. It's a great opportunity to just pick up the phone to the client. You know, there's never a bad time to speak to a client, even if it's for a couple of minutes. Mm. But by yep. using the dashboard, you could see um, the date of the last transaction, um, how old the, the last transaction is. So if it's been sat there for three months, you you know, it can sometimes ring a few alarm bells as in, you know, why aren't they processing everything? So, so the two dashboards mm. for me, um, which a lot of the competitors don't have, um, yeah. very, very powerful. But then we do have the, um, the mobile app is absolutely brilliant in terms of the functionality there. And, and like a lot of the other, um, providers in this space, there will be overlaps with the functionality. So we've got supplier rules, mm. line item extraction, fetch, um, auto publish. So my yeah, vision always was, um, like a no hands accounting. The mm. perfect mm. workflow for me was fetch auto publish 
with supplier rules if you needed it yeah straight to your accounting system you don't get much more streamlined than that nah, that's great um you can't use it on every client or on every supplier because some suppliers you know will have some quirky rules or mm. something you just always want to check just yeah. just because of the nature of the transaction but there's always some supplier invoices utility bills is usually a good one or mm. a telephone bill they are what they are Mm. You could effectively do this no hands, complete, smooth workflow. And then Dex Prepare itself is the number of integrations we have. We have a huge number of integrations. Okay. And we're constantly adding more integrations to more um, accounting systems. So we're not restricted to just zero. Yep. You know, cool. we've got a huge number. So, so lots of practices. Don't just have zero clients. Don't just yeah. have PBO clients. Don't just have MYOB. They have clients on all platforms. So you can use yeah, okay. Prepare one solution For across all of your clients. Yeah, that's, that's a really cool. good point. That's a really good point that, um, that, yeah, you can work across all the different platforms. How are the, with Fetch, um, uh, is, I'm assuming you're constantly adding um, suppliers that can be used with that. Uh, I know sometimes there has been suppliers that I've gone to use for other solutions that they're just not there. And they might have an online account or, or something. What's is, is that constantly being reviewed and added? And it, it, it is being reviewed. We currently have, I think it's about 1,600 suppliers on there. So you, wow. would, you, you would expect the core supplier, you know, the common suppliers to be on there. Yeah. If, um, your supplier isn't on there, then actually what you can sometimes do with some suppliers, because emails are emailed out, you could actually put the Dext email address. Mm. Every, every client account has a unique Dext email address for um, costs and income. So yep. if you can yes. add an extra email address, it's it's just like fetch again. Yeah, yeah. it will just get emailed directly in for you and then processed True. in the normal way. So you always have that that option as well if the supplier isn't there, just to try and streamline it. And you know, and and by only using these advanced features, that is where the accountant bookkeeper is going to see the maximum efficiency. Mm -hmm. I still think there's lots of practices who do old school accounting as i call it in new technology they're trying yeah. to do it they're, they're trying to do they're trying to do the processing in the old way so even when you do <laughs> i had team members who would take a picture of an invoice dex would always extract it perfectly but they still had this tendency to go down it just to double check mm. because the old way of checking it was you'd type it in and mm. you know it would just mm. take absolutely ages so sure. I think we've got to move this sort of from having moved the dial so that users have got the confidence in the software and and start to realize that actually the software is doing it right. The software is highly accurate and start using it, you know, not just Dext, it's all software in this mm. space. Mm. Start using the software the way it should be used. That's cool. Because that's where you'll see the real benefits. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's definitely something that happens that people get these new solutions that are that are new and innovative and, and they want to use them in the old ways and it just doesn't work or, or they're not getting the most out of them at least. Um yeah. in, in that and that's definitely something we see a lot of accountants doing. Um 
but uh, yeah, so so yeah, I think that's that's I think that's you've made some really good points about the Dex Prepare. Um, I and I'm really excited to to look at that Dex Precision. I I, I as I said, I'd only recently mm. found out that that existed, <laughs> and so yeah. uh, it, it yeah. excites me. And I'm also excited to see what the other tools, which sound like they're going to be more practice management tools, because yeah, you know, as accountants who who run a small mm. business, we uh, we have the same problems as everyone else that we're trying to solve. So so that's why we're we're getting people like you on to tell us about the solutions. Yeah, completely. And and Dex Precision, for me, and you know, you can say I'm biased, <laughs> but for me, it is it is probably one of the best apps solutions I've ever come across. Yeah, and I because I. I can immediately saw the benefits of it and, and you can bring in workflows as well in Dex precision. You can create your workflows. Mm. So the big thing for me is, um, my team often, they didn't always follow a standardized approach. And the second you don't follow a standardized approach mm. and team members going off and doing their own thing, that's where you end up missing something or spending too long doing something. Mm you can create workflows within precision that people have to follow. And it's a step-by-step do this, 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 and this, that just ensures consistency, standardization. Once you've got that, that's where you start seeing the real efficiencies because, and everyone knows what they're doing, when to do it and how to do it. You can almost say, Paul, that ensures precision. (laughs) (laughs) You can indeed. you, You can have that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you that one. I've already written it down. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, well, I have a question actually. What's the pricing for that? Because that does sound like really interesting. Um, yeah. It's, so, apologies. I only know the price in the UK, but it will be very similar. Um, so it works out about depending on how many clients you add on. It's about five pounds per month per <laughs> per client. Now. I know accountants, bookkeepers, they always think it's just another cost. When I used it, we immediately got the benefits back. Mm. Yes, it was £60 a year per client, um, but we got our better, we got better pricing as a result or more mm. accurate pricing, and we weren't spending an extra day reconciling the bank when actually our, because we didn't know until we'd started. Yeah. It changed our approach to actually pushing it back to the client. And, and and we were getting additional fees actually as a cleansing exercise. So we've looked at your data, nice. we've lo- looked at a number of mistakes. These are the errors, potential errors. Um, would you like us to look at them or would you like to sort them out? And a lot mm. of clients would say, look, I haven't got enough time. Um, can you sort it out? Yeah, no problem. There's just an additional fee. We recently had um, a client, a, a, a partner in the UK, just started using precision used it on a first sort of dozen clients and on one of them they actually found fourteen thousand pounds of that that they hadn't um reclaimed oh my god pretty big benefit which they would never have picked up um and it was because of this sort of misposting multi-coded contacts and mispostings of that's so fourteen thousand wow um, which is a great you know result um mm. and and probably beyond our own expectations <laughs> um and this yeah. i think this was a new client for them so they'd moved from a previous accountant to, to them 
plugged it in and you know half an hour later is mm. the long list of potential things to look at that's really cool this is um you know at the risk of sounding like an like an advertisement here it's a no-brainer <laughs> it just makes sense to go look at it yeah yeah uh, that does sound really good and yeah. um the thought of it would give you a lot of peace of mind even i know a lot of listeners to this podcast are also business owners um they'd probably have peace of mind if they knew their accountant was using something like that as well and they were doing their own bookkeeping so completely and it also created when i used it it created sort of friendly rivalry within the office mm. because managers were wanting to get their percentages up for the, the health score of their clients and then yes. they were competing against one another so that you know no one wanted a health score of 50 percent if they were doing the bookkeeping you know everyone was aiming for sort of 80 percent mm. so awesome. it's that yeah which is always nice it's you know <laughs> It's not a big brother thing. It's that sort of... No, it's just a measurement tool. It's improving it for everyone. Yeah. Well... And something that's really hard to measure, usually. I mean, it's just impossible to measure, really. Unless the the partners or managers are spending hours and hours (laughs) doing it. You can't. You you could only usually raise a question when you saw what the write-offs were were on a particular client. And then you'd ask, why have we written off so much this year? Like, oh, well, the records are really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you can't do anything about it then. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, I, I'm definitely going to go have a look at this, and um, I'm, I'm keen to, to learn more about it and, and see if we can implement it somewhere in our in our own business. But uh, yeah. thanks for uh, for coming on and, and talking to us, Paul. It was great to to hear about Dext and and what you guys are doing, and 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 you know your point of differences, and and I hope people listening got something from that and, and are going to go look at look at your tools. Yeah. No, brilliant. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. A special shout out to to Paul to uh, coming to us in the morning from the UK over there as yeah. well. Yeah, that's no problem at all. Um, always enjoy having these sort of chats. It's all right. Well, at least we're we're both ha- you know it's cup of tea time on both ends here. It's, it's morning <laughs> cup of tea and and uh, afternoon cup of tea here. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, thanks, Paul, and um, yeah, we hope to chat to you again. Brilliant. Thanks, both. Cheers. And we're back. Great chat Thank with you, Paul. Uh, yeah, thanks, Paul. Thanks for coming all the way from uh, from the UK there in the morning. Had a bit of a Ricky Gervais style accent going there, don't you reckon? He did. He did a bit. Yeah. yeah? I yeah, wonder if he's from the same part of good. the UK. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely hope to get Paul back in the future mm. um, because, like, like we found out. There's going to be some product releases this year, so pretty keen to hear what they are, especially after learning about how cool like precision sounds and prepare has some pretty cool um, unique points of difference too. So, yeah, exactly. So we're just this is just a, a further exploration into the um, softwares that are out there that can help people that listen. So um, yeah. we do this from time to time. So definitely a useful one, I think. I think so. I think so. Tim, do you have another thing this week? Ooh, I do. I do. Um, I watched a creepy uh, movie, actually. Oh, yeah? Uh, called Hereditary. It had Tony Collette in it. Yep. And it was really creepy. 
like really really creepy by the end um so if you're into sort of paranormal seance style stuff yeah okay check it out uh ending was a bit ambiguous i believe i believe had something to do with satan but anyway i I don't (laughs) want to spoil it i don't want to spoil it but they just left it there okay Okay. so that kind of i don't like that Mm. when they do that i want i want them to play it out a little bit sometimes Mm. you know fast forward a couple years and just show me what devil spawn has done to the world but um but yeah other than that if you're looking for a creepy movie hereditary cool it's not bad all right Mm. give it a look give it a look what about you dan you got another thing uh, I think I got, yeah, I've got two other things. Um, okay. Cool. The first one is, um, went to the driving range to test out my, ah. my new clubs. Um, didn't, play, I, I, okay. It wasn't hitting as well as I was, uh, when I played a full round of golf recently. Um, mm, interesting. Still better than my average, but but not as yeah. well. But I, I think it was more to do with I'd done a bunch of exercises for my hamstring that morning and it was quite tight. Yeah. So I, I okay. think I was just a bit tight um, yeah. compared to what I was the other day. So, yeah. so that yeah. was part of it. So, but just going to the driving range is nice. It's really good. Just get a bucket really of balls and just wallop them out into the distance. You know what I would love mm. is like, I'm pretty sure on the Gold Coast there and probably in sydney there's these driving ranges that are multi-story yeah we're just talking about that with cat yeah yeah and it's like a bar and there's a dj and you all go and you have drinks and you're just hitting bombs from the driving range and it's just like just a good time that's what i want i i drove past one on the way to um, my brother's place in queensland we're driving past the gold coast and there was one i think it was near movie world um and katrina and i like oh that's one of those like Go driving range places where you like have a drink and hit a few balls. Dan, I think there's a driving range right near our houses that is ripe for that. We should buy it and turn it into a cool disco driving range. Can you imagine how much that land would be worth oh. <laughs> where, where it currently is? Do you think they own it? I don't or is know. it just like a lease? It must be like a know. might be a council lease or something like a it's, yeah. it's zoned for recreation or something. Most golf clubs are on very expensive real estate. Mm. If you think about it, yeah, really. like I, I wonder. A ton if, in Sydney, yeah, I, I wonder example. if some of that land is um, is owned by council and it's it's leased for a hundred years as recreational purposes or something. See, these are the thoughts that accountants have when they're at a driving range. Yeah. Like, wow, <laughs> this land must be worth at least <laughs> X amount per square meter. Yeah. <laughs> What's their return on investment at the moment? They're such nerds. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's my first other thing. My, my second other thing, just quickly, is just beanies. Just They're in now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me show you my beanie, Dan. I don't know yeah. if you've seen this one. Mm. This is useless as a medium for podcasting, but anyway. I'll describe it. Tim has taken his headphones off. He's just putting a, what looks like a sporting beanie on, and it says, Terrigal Avoca Panthers. Right. That's Tim's old uh, football club. So the Terrigal Avoca Panthers, Tim played for them, famously um, broke a collarbone for playing for that team. Very famously, yeah. Infamously, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I put my body on the line for that team, and uh, they rewarded me with this beanie. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy, happy days. Yeah. Happy so, days. So, yeah, shout out to, to Terrigal Voca Football Club. And, uh, and beanies. And beanies. In general. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening this week. If you want to get in touch, 
uh, at Two Drunk Accountants and all the socials, Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email. Uh, otherwise, yeah, get in touch in our community page. Go to our Facebook page and join the group. You have to answer a very difficult question, um, which which so far almost everyone has gotten correct. Someone recently wrote an answer that wasn't. Someone got it wrong. I almost no denied way. them. I almost denied them entry. Um, uh, they answered, ben. I don't know any others. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit of a hint into what the question might be. But um, but yeah, I almost denied them entry and sent them a message saying, sorry, you didn't answer the question right. Definitely join the community because, A, we put up awesome behind-the-scenes videos, yep. which are fun for everyone to look at, mm. and B... Uh, you will have access to some sweet, sweet merch potentially mm-hmm. very soon. Yeah. So and, if you want some and we're sweet, free, sweet. Merch. Yeah. We're not. We're not talking merch that you have to buy. Mm. No. No, we are not. We are not. So. All right. Mm. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and we will catch you later. Bye.